All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Fitness Show. You guys know it, the only show where we talk about what fitness really is, how you should use it, and how you can really, really improve your life. And today, for those watching the video, I'm definitely not in my office. We're visiting some family members, but we didn't want to skip this episode this week because I think it's going to be something really, really interesting for most of you. Today, we're going to be talking about the top five myths that go on social media, the internet, the normal uh, culture and, and common knowledge about fat loss, all right? We're going to be going over the top myths about fat loss and what is real, what is not real, and how you can use those tips to actually start and kickstart your transformation. So without further ado, let's get into it. The first myth, and this is probably one of the most extended ones out there, is that there's good and bad foods for uh, fat loss. And this comes from a lot of people thinking that there are some foods that are easier for you to, or that are going to allow you to lose more fat. And there are some foods that if you eat those foods, you're never going to, you're never going to lose fat. And this is when you go on social media, you go on YouTube, there's all these videos and all these pieces of content say, don't eat these foods. Um, these are the foods that will help you lose fat. If you eat these, you will never lose fat. All those kind of nonsense, because at the end of the day, fat loss or weight loss comes down to calories in versus calories out. All right. It's a little bit more complicated than that, but on the general scheme of things is going to be calories in versus calories out. What it means is that the, the loss of thermodynamics still apply to us. All right. If, regardless if you eat Big Mac, Oreos, chips, and cookies, or if you're only eating literally salads, um, lettuce, tomatoes, uh, cucumbers, and stuff like that. If you are consuming more calories than the calories that you're spending through the day, then those calories will get sore as fat and you will gain weight. And if you are consuming less calories than the calories that you're spending per day, then your body will have to take that extra energy from somewhere and will end up making you lose weight and lose fat overall. Um, there's a lot of different studies that have been conducted out there and it is it is really interesting to me to see that a lot of people still have this idea of, oh, if I eat that one thing, I'm going to gain a lot of fat. But they don't realize that by eating the right, quote unquote, right things in more um, volume, they're still going to be gaining fat. And this is the problem. Well, a lot of people restrict themselves from the quote unquote wrong things, which in many cases they love and, and they have a a miserable experience because they're not able to eat their favorite foods and still they don't lose the weight and still they don't get the results because even when they're eating the quote-unquote right foods they're still eating too much of those and eating too many calories and that's making them gain weight or at least not losing it so at the end of the day what you need to do if you want to lose fat is you want to make sure that you're consuming less calories regardless of where that's coming from all right if your goal is purely to lose fat, obviously there's health issues and there's there's performance stuff and all that stuff. And obviously no one in their common sense is going to understand that uh, a cookie is going to be better than a tomato uh, for health reasons, right? It's, it's, it's not going to be like that. But at the end of the day, in terms of losing fat or losing weight, you need to eat less calories and you will lose weight. And if you don't believe me, try out just eating a big bag meal a day, just use that for an entire day for a month. I promise you, you're going to lose weight. And in fact, there's a couple of studies uh, using that exact example and seeing the people lose the weight. 
Um, so maybe just go and check those studies instead of you doing that yourself, because obviously that's not healthy at all. So that's the number one. Number one means there's no such thing as a bad food. It's just too, ma- too many calories when it comes to whatever food source that you put in your mouth. Now, the second myth, and it, it kind of like comes together a little bit on this idea of the um, the calorie deficit, and you can see that we are going to talk about that a lot during this episode, is that you need to do exercise, you need to exercise or work out to lose weight. Well, while working out obviously is going to help you lose weight faster and obviously is going to increase the amount of calories that you burn per day, this is not necessarily true because at the end of the day, it's all about calories in versus calories out. So if you are not moving at all, but you're consuming way less calories than the calories that your body is burning through that day, then you will burn the fat and you will lose the weight. And here's the thing, what we don't realize in many cases is that for the majority of us, the 40, 50, 60, 70 minutes that we're working out per day don't represent the majority of the calories that we burn during the day, all right? All the other activities that we do through the day, moving, breathing, thinking, blood flow, all those, all those digestion, all those things consume energy and your body needs energy to do those processes. And that's where the majority of the calories that you're going to burn through the day are going to come from. Now, Am I saying that you should not work out? Definitely not, right? You should definitely work out because it's going to allow you to burn more calories. It's going to make you healthier. It's going to make you perform better. And it has a lot of different health benefits on top of use, obviously, the aesthetics of looking a lot better. But when it comes to losing the fat, it's not 100% necessary. And you can super easy lose weight and lose fat just by dieting, okay? Just by focusing on your nutrition, Doing it the other way around, it's a little bit harder, but it's the same thing, right? You don't have to be on a diet to lose weight. If you can increase the amount of calories that you lose per day by movement, by workouts, by training, by a lot, right? But obviously, it's going to be a little bit harder um, to do it that way than the other way around. But none of them is conditionally necessary. If you use them both, it's going to be a lot easier. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to how many calories are you consuming? How many calories are you spending through the entire day? Now, the third myth is going to be that cardio is a good way for you to lose fat. Now, this is probably the biggest myth that we're going to be talking about today. Probably this in in the next one. Um, Actually, the the next two are really big as well. But this is super, super common. Like when when you are looking at someone who's trying to lose weight and they're already dieting, they're already working out and they're not seeing the results that they want, what's the normal answer? It's like, oh, I'm just going to do more cardio. Oh, I'm just going to add more cardio. I still have this with my clients sometimes when someone wants the results to go a little bit faster. They're like, hey, can we can we start doing more cardio? And in reality, while cardio is a really good exercise and a really good activity for you to be healthy because it helps you with your cardiovascular health. That's where the the name comes from. And and it has a lot of health benefits. When it comes to burning calories per se, especially traditional ways of cardio, I mean I mean walking, running, I mean walking is a little bit better, but like running, cycling, um, rowing, all those little things, the amount of calories that you're gonna be losing or that you're gonna be burning is not that much compared to weightlifting, 
Like if you start, if, if your main goal is to lose as many calories as possible, you're going to be a lot better served by weightlifting. And it's going to be a lot more time efficient. You're going to be able to burn a lot more calories during the workout in less amount of time than if you're just going out and running or going on the treadmill on the Sir Master or whatever that might be. Now, it's, am I, am I saying that you should not be doing cardio? No, definitely. Cardio is really good health-wise, all right? But there's a lot of ways for you to introduce cardio within your weight training so you can still work on your heart, which is the main goal of the cardio. If you go for a run, you're not working out your legs. You're working out your heart. If you're going on the stem master, you're working out your heart, right? There's other things that are indirectly involved into it, but the main goal is to work on your heart, and that's the cardiovascular health. You can do that while weightlifting. Okay, you can, there's a lot of different methods. Uh, for example, the method that we use in um, the shootout project, the major muscle training method, we basically use working opposite sides of the body at the same time, which increases the intensity and which basically allows us to put a pretty heavy cardiovascular work within our weightlifting session, right? And on top of that, if you prioritize weightlifting, you're not only going or strength training. It doesn't need to be weightlifting. It, it can be strength training. Sorry for, for that. Um, body weight, bands, all that. You are, first of all, you're going to get the same benefits as if you're doing the cardio, probably even more in terms of like cardiovascular health. You're going to burn more calories. And most importantly, you're going to develop muscle. A lot of people don't realize this, and this might be an entire podcast in itself, but the problem for the majority of the people is not that they have too much fat is that they have too little muscle, right? And, and I'm not going to go too deep into this because, again, this can uh, be an entire podcast and we'll probably do an episode on that. The more muscle you have, the more healthy you are within, obviously, limits and, and being healthy and not using asteroids or, or any of that. And the less fat you're going to be able to accumulate because muscle is a lot harder for your body to process. And that's going to allow your body to spend more calories. Like we were talking before, the more calories you spend, the harder it is for you to maintain the fat, right? But we're not going to get into that. You're just going to get a lot more benefits by strength training, by doing strength training on top of obviously all the aesthetics that you're going to get. Because when you do a lot of cardio, yeah, you can lose a lot of weight. Yeah, you can lose a lot of fat. But at the end of the day, if you don't have anything underneath, you're not going to look that good. Okay. You're going to look skinny. You're going to look soft. And if you're putting all that effort, you might as well look the way you want to look. All right. So that's the number three. Number four myth is going to be, and you probably guessed it, that carbs and sugar make you fat. And these follow the same principle. This follow the exact same principle that we were talking before, the calories in versus calories out. Now I want to point out something. If you take... 10 grams of carbohydrates or 10 grams of sugars, same thing. And you take 10 grams of protein. Everyone's going to think that the guy who's taking the protein is going to lose more fat than the guy who's taking the carbohydrates, or at least that the guy taking the carbohydrates is probably going to gain fat. And in reality, 10 grams of fats and 10 grams of protein is exactly the same amount of calories, right? One gram of, of carbohydrates, four calories, one gram of protein, four calories. It's exactly the same. Now, how come there's this um, conception about carbohydrates and they're being bad and all that? Well, first of all, the problem with one of the quote-unquote problems with carbohydrates is that they retain water, 
which means that if you eat more carbohydrates, your body, if you're not hydrated properly, is going to retain more water, which means that you're going to wait more. Now, this is the difference. It's, it's not the same to have more fat in your body and to wait more. It's a complete different thing. Okay. Weight is not something that you should be worried about because again, muscle, water, poop, a lot of stuff can go into your body. That's not fat. However, you're here trying to lose as many as much fat as possible. And that's where the calories in calories out comes from. Now, but Eric, what about the donuts and the ice cream and chocolate and all that? Well, the problem in many of these products that make it hypercaloric or with a lot of calories in them, it's actually not the sugars and not the um, carbohydrates. In many cases, it's the fats and the refined fats that they're putting into the actual food. So for example, if you think about a, a bag of chips, right? Let's say that the bag of chips has 500 calories uh, per 100 grams, just to make it simple. Let's say that 50% of that is carbohydrates, right? Potatoes. Let's say even 60% of that is carbohydrate, all right? So you got out of the, out of the 100 grams, 60 grams are coming from carbohydrates, right? So you have 500 calories, 60 grams coming from carbohydrates. If you are having carbohydrates in there, that means that one gram of carbohydrates, four grams of, um, four grams of, um, four, four calories, sorry. So if you have 60 grams, that's 240 calories, all right? Out of the 500, 240 calories are coming from the carbs. If you, let's say the other 40% is, fats, all the other 260, I need to do my math, it's coming from the fats. So you're actually getting more calories from little fats than the calories that you're getting from the carbohydrates. Now, this doesn't happen every time, but in many carbohydrate sources that we consider bad, the problem is actually the fats, because obviously fats are a lot more caloric. One gram of, of fat is nine calories than the carbohydrates. On top of that, obviously, when you talk about carbohydrates, the problem with them is that they're not the 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 ultra processed carbohydrates. They've taken all the fiber out of the carbohydrate, so it they're not filling at all. So you eat a cookie, and you can eat 2,000 2, calories of cookies really easy, or two thousand calories of chips really easy because they are not fully right. You don't feel full by eating them. However, if I tell you, hey. Here you have tomatoes, eat 2,000 calories of tomatoes. I can promise you, you're never going to get there because you're going to be stuffed like way before halfway through because they're so filling, all right? So that's that's coming to the point of it's not about the, the food source. It's about the calories that they have in and also the amount of volume that you can eat from them, right? There's nothing wrong by you eating carbohydrates as far as you're not going over the calories and as far as you're not having to eat as little then you're going to be hungry all day because obviously that's not going to be good, right? And so that was number four. And now we're going to move into the last one. The last one is, um, it's pretty extended, but in many cases, it comes down to use one travel area, which is the app, the apps, um, the meat line, right? It can be love handles. It can be lower back or um, in many cases, um, stubborn belly fat. And this myth is that you can spot reduce fat. And the truth is that I wish you could, but you cannot. 
right? Your body just simply does not work that way. And it doesn't really matter if you do thousands and thousands and thousands of sit-ups. If you're eating more calories than the calories that you're consuming, you're never going to have a six-pack, a visible six-pack. Even if you have the strongest abs in the world, if you have a layer of fat on top of it, that's not going to help at all, okay? The fact that you do a lot of squats is not going to help you decrease the fat in your um in your glutes by itself. Okay, obviously you're going to burn calories and that will help you. And it is true that by targeting one specific area, working on one specific area of your body, you're going to create a little bit more blood flow and you're going to get lipolysis, which is basically that your body is taking the fat cells from that area as fuel. That is true. That is completely true. But the thing is that a lot of people think that that's significant. And in reality, the amount of what that works is so, so little that it's not even relevant for studies to show, which means that while it is true that you're going to get a little bit more blood flow, that's never going to be significant enough to burn any visible amount of fat from any place, no matter how much volume you put into that. So the best use of your time and the best use of your effort is not to focus on the area that you want to spot reduce the fat is to focus on burning as many calories as possible. Like we talked before to strength training is, is a great way to do it while controlling the calories that you're putting in. So you can make sure that you're in a calorie deficit and then your body will start reducing the, the, the fat overall in your body and it will calm down to the travel areas that you're wanting to get rid of. And here's the thing, our body is not, a machine where we can say, hey, you know what? I want to re- reduce the fat on my, on my chest. I want to reduce the fat on my legs. I want to reduce the fat on my stomach. It's this machine that works the way it works and you got to respect the loss. And the fact is that your body is always going to lose fat faster from the places that are farther ahead from the center of the mass. So in many cases going to be, you know, you're going to lose fat from your wrists and your ankles first, then your arms and your um, calves then we're talking about the chest and, and the shoulders and legs. Then we're talking about upper body and the glutes. And finally, the midsection. And that's why the midsection is the hardest for many people, because it's literally the last section of your body where your body will just take the fat from while losing the fat. So I hope that's, that was enlightening, enlightening for, for some of you. Maybe, maybe you were um, caught up in some of these myths, which is Completely fine. It's definitely not your fault. Those have been around for years and years and years. And a lot of people have made truth of those. And the problem is that when you put on that kind of information outside without scientific um, proof that it works, it confuses people. And when you put it outside enough, that's going to that's gonna confuse people even more. And, and the problem is that in this society we see a lot of guys and a lot of girls that look incredible, right? And the problem with that is that we automatically give them the authority to tell us what to do in terms of, oh, that guy is jacked. He probably knows what to do. Tell me what you do. And we don't account for the stuff that there's genetics, there's context, and there's also, people who just have more time than you and they just spend more time. And if you do the wrong things for long enough, you're going to get results. Like, that's, that's just how it is, right? But 
it's not a way for you to be as effective as possible. And here's the thing. If you have a car, and, and I always put the same example, but if you're new to your channel, you're going to like this. If you have a car, you want to move it. You can definitely put yourself behind the car and try to push it. But you're going to spend a lot of effort and a lot of energy trying to move the car, and it's really not going to move that much. However, if you understand how the car works, you can just take the keys, sit on the, sit on the pilot seat, in the driver's seat, turn the engine on, and drive miles and miles and miles effortlessly. So this is the same thing. Can you get results by categorizing food as good and bad, by having to work out and, and, and eat right, by doing cardio, not, not eating carbs, and doing thousands and thousands of sit-ups? You can definitely get great results by doing that. It's just going to take you a lot longer. So I'm here to tell you the things that work and the things that don't work so you can make sure that you're actually getting the keys of the car and turning the engine on so you can get faster results easier results and that your life can actually be enjoyable because some of this stuff, man, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If I had to do cardio every day, I'll kill myself. If I couldn't eat chocolate every day, which I do, I will kill myself. If I had to be working out in, 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 in a restricted diet every single day, I will kill myself. So basically fitness is about making your life better. It's not about making your life more miserable. So learn how to do it right. And Hopefully this episode was uh, a little bit of a help in that sense. So with that being said, first of all, if you like it, this kind of like episode where we go over myths and, and we debunk them and, and we can like show you a little bit of what's behind, um, let me know, either leave a comment on the, on the show, send me a message over social media, send me an email saying that you like it, this kind of um, format, because we will do more if that's the case. And for everyone who's been listening and enjoying this episode for the last 20 something minutes, you guys know that we don't run any ads, that this is completely free, and that the only ads that we have is that you share this with someone who you think might benefit from listening to this episode. Maybe someone who's considering some of these mistakes, maybe someone who's been making some of these mistakes for, for years and they just need someone to tell them, hey, this is actually the right way to do it. And they're gonna thank you. And I'm gonna thank you for sharing the word of the real fitness and if you're still here you didn't enjoy the episode like we always say go get alive man because you've been wasting 20 something minutes of your life listening to someone that you don't care about or you don't like but again if you're here you probably enjoyed the episode so go ahead and share it with someone and with that being said i'll talk to you in the next episode of the real fitness show take care <laughs>